1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom, I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject Hanukkah, a prophecy of the end of days. This is part two. Of the series. Who is Zeus? In Greek mythology, Zeus is the chief of the Greek gods. Zeus is personified as an image of appeasement, order, wisdom, and justice. And Zeus was able to claim the title of the father of the gods and the father of men. And an eagle was a symbol of Zeus. In Greek mythology, Zeus was married to Europa. And in Greek mythology, Zeus is personified as a beast. And Europa is personified as a woman riding on the beast and the continent of Europe is named after Europa. Here I have a picture for you where we have a woman sitting on a bull. The bull is representation of Zeus and the woman is Europa. Here I have a picture for you of a British stamp of 1984 representing the European Parliament and the stamp contains Europa riding the beast. Next I have a picture for you of an artist's rendition in the 1500s of the Tower of Babel and I want you to notice that on the right is a picture of the European Parliament Building in Strasbourg France. I want you to notice that the European Parliament Building in Strasbourg France is built exactly according to the artist's rendition in the 1500s of the Tower of Babel and so the leaders of the European Union are definitely making a statement that they are going to rebuild the Tower of Babel. And looking at the background and the history of Hanukkah from the Wikipedia Encyclopedia, it explains that around the year 200 Jews lived as an autonomous people in the land of Israel which at that time was controlled by the Seleucid king of Syria. The Jewish people paid taxes to Syria and accepted its legal authority, and by and large were free to follow their own faith, maintain their own jobs, and engage in trade. However, by the year 180 B.C., Antiochus IV Epiphanes ascended to the Seleucid throne. At first, little changed, but under his reign, Jews were gradually forced to violate the precepts of their faith. Jews rebelled at having to do this. Under the reign of Antiochus IV, the temple in Jerusalem was looted, Jews were massacred, and Judaism was effectively outlawed. And so we see a pattern that when the Jewish people are in a country that oftentimes they are invited to be in those lands and initially they prosper and things go well. But in the land laws gradually change and in the laws gradually changing, people don't react to them, but ultimately there comes a point in time when these laws are against the people of the God of Israel and it creates a conflict and this is what happened in the days of Antiochus Epiphanes the fourth. In 1st Maccabees in chapter 1 and verse 10 in describing Antiochus coming to power it describes how that he made a decree that everyone should follow Greek culture. 1st Maccabees chapter 1 verse 41 Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people and everyone should live his laws so all the heathen agreed according to the commandment of the king the prophetic significance of this is this very same thing is going on in the days and the times in which we are living that the global elite are trying to do away with national sovereignty and that everyone would be following common laws and this is trying to be expressed in europe with the European Union and individual nation-states in Europe are asked to give up their own laws within their nations and accept European law and to give up elements and aspect of their national sovereignty. This is in effect the reenactment of the decrees of Antiochus the fourth and this will be fully manifested as we get to the tribulation period where in Revelation chapter 13 The beast and the beast system rules for 42 months wherein there is the setup of one world government in a decree that everyone follow international law according to the rules of one world government. In declaring the following of Greek culture, Antiochus decreed the outlawing of the following of the Torah. In 1st Maccabees chapter 1 verse 44, it explains that Antiochus sent letters by message, Messengers to Jerusalem and the cities of Judah that they should follow the strange laws of the land that is Greek culture and Greek laws and as a result Antiochus in 1st Maccabees chapter 1 verse 45 forbid burn offerings and sacrifice and drink offerings in the temple and that the people should not follow the Sabbath and the festival days and then in 1st Maccabees chapter 1 verse 47 that they should eat swine's flesh or pig in other unclean beasts for the end purpose that the Jewish people would no longer be following the Torah and all of the commandments of the Torah. Now, this decree that Antiochus gave, whoever would not follow this decree was subject to death. 1st Maccabees chapter 1 verse 44, Antiochus sent letters that everyone should follow the ways of the Greek culture. In 1st Maccabees chapter 1 verse 50, that whoever would not do according to the commandment of the king he should die 1st Maccabees 151 that Antiochus wrote and he appointed overseers over all the people commanding the cities of Judah to sacrifice city by city as a result of these actions by Antiochus Epiphanes IV there was a group of Jewish priests known as the Maccabees who revolted against the decrees of Antiochus from the Wikipedia Encyclopedia it explains in the year 167 Antiochus ordered an altar to Zeus to be placed in the temple in Jerusalem. Mattathias a Jewish priest and his five sons led a rebellion against Antiochus. Judah one of the sons of Mattathias was known as Judah Maccabee or Judah the Hammer by the year 166 BC Mattathias died and Judah took his place as the leader of the revolt against Antiochus. In 1st Maccabees chapter 2 verses 19 through 22 we see that Mattathias instructed his sons to follow the Torah and to not obey the evil decrees of Antiochus. Then Mattathias answered and spake with a loud voice though all nations that are under the king's dominion obey him yet will I and my sons and my brethren walk in the covenant of our fathers. God forbid that we should forsake the Torah and the ordinances. We will not hearken to the king's words to go from our religion, either on the right or the left. 1st Maccabees, chapter 2 verse 49 and 50. Now when the time drew near that Mattathias should die he said to his sons, now has pride and rebuke gotten strength in the time of destruction and wrath of indignation. Now therefore my sons, be you zealous for the Torah and give your lies for the covenant of your fathers. The name Maccabee probably means hammer and is properly applied only to the first leader of the revolt, Judas, the third son of the priest Mattathias. The name Maccabee might be derived from the battle cry of the revolt from Exodus in chapter 15 and verse 11. Mikamoka Baalim Yahweh Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? In Hebrew, the first letters of this four-word slogan form the acronym Mem Kaf Bet Yod, which we can say from this Maccabee. Next, I'll show you the Hebrew from Exodus in chapter 15 and verse 11, wherein the first letter in each of the first four words of Exodus chapter 15, verse 11, will then make the word Maccabee. In 165 BC, the Jewish revolt against the Seleucid monarchy was successful. The temple was liberated and rededicated. The festival of Hanukkah was instituted by Judah Maccabee and his brothers to celebrate the rededication of the altar in the temple in Jerusalem 1st Maccabees chapter 4 verse 59 after having recovered Jerusalem in the temple Judah ordered the temple to be cleansed a new altar to be built in place of the polluted one and new holy vessels to be made 1st Maccabees chapter 4 verse 36 when the fire had been kindled anew upon the altar and the lamps of the candlestick lit the dedication of the altar was celebrated for eight days amid sacrifices and songs we are told about the Maccabees rededicating the temple in 1st Maccabees chapter 4 verses 36 through 38 then said Judas and his brethren behold our enemies are discomfited let us go up and cleanse and dedicate the sanctuary upon this all the hosts assembled themselves together and went up into Mount Zion and when they saw the sanctuary desolate and the altar profaned and the gates burned up and shrubs growing in the courts as in a forest or in one of the mountains yea and the priest's chambers pulled down 1st Maccabees chapter 4 verses 42, 43, and 48 that he chose priests who were blameless, that had delight in the Torah, who cleansed the sanctuary and hallowed the courts. 1st Maccabees chapter 4 verse 52. On the 25th day of the ninth month which is called the month Kislev verse 53 of 1st Maccabees chapter 4, they offered sacrifice according to the Torah upon the new altar of burnt offerings which they had made. So notice on the The day that there was a desecration in the temple was the day when they rededicated the temple. And this was the twenty-fifth day of the Jewish month of Kislev, and this became the day in which we begin to celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah is actually a celebration of victory against a revolt against a Greek culture who wanted to mandate their way. upon the people of the God of Israel and mandate that they do not follow the Torah but instead adhere to the ways of the Greeks and in the God of Israel helping his people to be victorious in this rebellion Hanukkah is the celebration of this victory in first Maccabees chapter 4 verse 56 and 59 we are told that the Maccabees celebrated the rededication for eight days and so they kept the dedication of the altar eight days and they offered burnt offerings with gladness and sacrificed the sacrifice of deliverance and praise moreover judas and his brethren with the whole congregation of israel ordained that the days of the dedication of the altar should be kept in their season from year to year by the space of eight days beginning with the 25th day of the month of Kislev. From the Wikipedia Encyclopedia, it's explained that the Maccabees most likely linked the celebration of this event with Sukkot, which is the Feast of Tabernacles. A number of historians believe that the reason for the eight-day celebration was that the first Hanukkah was, in effect, a belated celebration of the festival of Sukkot, or the Feast of Tabernacles. 2 Maccabees chapter 1, verse 9, and 2 Maccabees chapter 10, verse 6. During the war with the Greeks the Jews were not able to celebrate Sukkot properly Sukkot also lasts for eight days and is a holiday in which the lighting of lamps played a prominent role in the time of the second temple period which we are told about in the Talmud in the tractate Sukkah lights were also kindled in the household and a popular name of the festival according to the Jewish historian Josephus of the first century is, it was called the Festival of Lights. In 2 Maccabees chapter 1 and verse 9, it says, And now see that you keep the Feast of Tabernacles in the month Kislev. Well, actually, the Feast of Tabernacles is the seventh month, which is the month of Tishrei. But because most likely the Jewish people were not able to keep the Feast of Tabernacles properly when there was a war with the Greeks and the the uh, the temple was desecrated that to commemorate the joy of celebrating the Feast of Tabernacles you have the celebration of Hanukkah for eight days. And so in 2 Maccabees chapter 10 verse 5 it says, Now upon the same day that the strangers profaned the temple on the very same day it was cleansed again even the 25th day of the month of Kislev. Second Maccabees chapter 10 verse 6, And they kept the eight days with gladness, as in the feast of the tabernacles, and so we can see that they likened the celebration of Hanukkah to the celebration of the feast of tabernacles. Second Maccabees chapter ten verse seven. They bear branches and bows and palms, which is what the Torah prescribes is the way that you're supposed to celebrate the feast of tabernacles. Is found in Leviticus in chapter twenty three, and then in Second Maccabees chapter 10 verse 8 They ordained also by a common statute and decree that every year those days should be kept of the whole nation of the Jews Hanukkah is also associated with the olive harvest in Israel from the Wikipedia encyclopedia it explains it's been noted that Jewish festivals are connected to the harvesting of the biblical seven fruits which Israel was famous for Passover is the celebration of the barley harvest Shavuot or Pentecost Of the wheat harvest, Sukkot of the figs, dates, pomegranates, and grapes, and Hanukkah of the olives. The olive harvest is in November, and olive oil would be ready in time for Hanukkah, which is usually celebrated in December. In the Talmud, in Shabbat 21b, it explains that after the Greek occupiers had been driven from the temple, the Maccabees went in to take down the pagan statues and to restore the temple. They discovered that most of the ritual items had been profaned. They sought ritually purified olive oil to light a menorah to rededicate the temple. However, they found only enough oil for a single day. They lit this and went about purifying new oil. Miraculously, that tiny amount of oil burned for the eight days it took to have new oil pressed and be made ready. It is for this reason that Jews celebrate Hanukkah by lighting a candle each night of of the festival. Continuing from the Wikipedia encyclopedia, the miracle of Hanukkah is referred to in the Talmud but not in the Book of the Maccabees. This holiday marks the defeat of the Seleucid forces who had tried to prevent Israel from practicing their faith. Judah Maccabee and his brothers destroyed overwhelmingly forces and rededicated the temple. The 8-day festival is marked by the kindling of lights with a special menorah known in modern Hebrew as a Hanukkah. Now, a regular menorah has seven lamps, but a Hanukkah has nine lamps, and the Hanukkah is specially for the celebration of Hanukkah. In the Talmud, two customs are presented regarding how you are to light the Hanukkah candles. It was usual to either display eight lamps on the first night of the celebration of Hanukkah, and then to reduce the number on each successive night or the alternative is to begin with one lamp the first night increasing the number till you light eight on the last night of Hanukkah and in the first century the followers of the school of Shammai favored the former customs that is lighting eight lights and then decreasing them each day but the followers of Hillel advocated lighting one lamp and then increasing each lamp Till you get to the eighth day of Hanukkah. One of the customs of celebrating Hanukkah is to spin the dreidel. And the reason for this custom is that given that the Greeks forbid the following of the Torah, when religious Jews thought that perhaps there were Greek authorities around them where they would get in trouble if it was seen that they were studying the Torah, they would act like they were playing a game. And so the dreidel represents the game which they would act like they were playing. But then when they thought that the Greek authorities were not around them anymore, they would put away the games and then they would open up the Torah and study the Torah. So one of the best known symbols of Hanukkah is the dreidel. A dreidel is a four-sided top with a Hebrew letter on each side. And the four letters are Shin, Hay, Gimel, and Nun. And these letters represent a great miracle happened there. However, in Israel, the dreidel is a little bit different, and the letters in an Israeli dreidel mean a great miracle happened here. The dreidel game was popular during the rule of Antiochus before the Maccabees' revolt, a time when soldiers executed any Jews who were caught practicing their faith. When religious Jews gathered to study the Torah, they had the top ready in case they heard soldiers approach. If the soldiers appeared, they would hide the Holy Scriptures and pretend to play with the dreidel. Next, we are going to go over for you what is regarded in the book of Maccabees as the evil decrees of Antiochus IV. And what is amazing when we look in detail of these evil decrees of Antiochus is that these evil decrees of Antiochus are the way in which... Traditional Christianity says that this is the way that they are to express their faith in Yeshua as the Messiah as they believe is explained primarily by Paul in the New Testament. So looking at these evil decrees, they consisted of the following. Number one, that the people should not follow the Torah. Number two, that they should not circumcise their children. Number three, they should not celebrate the Sabbath. Number four, they should not keep the biblical festivals. Number five, that sacrifices should not be made in the temple. And number six, that people should be free to eat whatever they want and to eat pigs. And so we're going to see now how this is recorded in the book of Maccabees as being evil decrees of Antiochus. In 1 Maccabees, in chapter 1, verse 41, it explains that Antiochus wrote to the whole kingdom that they should all be one people or follow Greek culture. verse 42 that everyone should leave his laws or anything that conflicts with Greek law and Greek culture should no longer be practiced. Verse 49 to the end that they might forget the Torah and change all the ordinances. And regarding the decree that Antiochus declared in 1st Maccabees chapter 1 verse 44 in verse 48 it explains that he decreed that the Jewish people should not circumcise their Children, First Maccabees chapter one verse forty-five, that they should not celebrate the biblical Sabbath and the biblical festivals. In First Maccabees chapter one verse forty-five, that they shouldn't offer burnt offerings and drink offerings in the temple. Also, in First Maccabees chapter one verse forty-five, that they should eat pig and other unclean beasts. So, isn't it amazing that what is recorded in First Maccabees as a decree of Antiochus that The people in the Greek Empire should all follow Greek ways that in following Greek ways, you are not to follow the Torah, you are not to circumcise your children, that you're not to keep the biblical Sabbath, you're not to keep the biblical festivals, and there shouldn't be sacrifices that are made in the temple, and that you should eat unclean things, and that you should eat pig, is that these are the items that traditional Christianity say that this is the way that you express your faith as they believe is taught by Paul. Well, that's going to conclude part two of the series on the subject Hanukkah, a prophecy of the end of days. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.